To listen to memory card episodes early and ad-free, consider supporting the show via Patreon at patreon.com memcard. Hey there, video game fans. I'm Member Tolly. And I'm Push Dustin. And this is Memory Card. Hey, Push. Hey, what? How's it going? Uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's going all right. How about, how about, how about you? Oh, it's, yeah, I'm doing fine. <laughs> this is our chillest <laughs> intro ever. Despite the fact that we, like, don't write our intros down anymore, I still feel like they feel really... <laughs> Scripted. Yeah, well, you know, one of us just comes in with, like, a, a, a good idea for a way to start the episode. Yeah. But it's still kind of hard to start, you know, the whole thing rolling. It's always hard to start. Right, yeah. So uh, today we're doing an episode that's all about merch. Mm-hmm. Some kind of weird gamer merch, but not necessarily. Sometimes just interesting gamer merch. And a lot of people get some weird stuff when they go to conventions, when they go to E3 or what's the one that they have there in Kyoto? Bit Summit. Bit Summit. That's the one. Yeah. So I thought it would be fun if we started off talking about some interesting or really cool merch that we got um, at a convention. So. Hit me, hit me with your best one. What do you got, Push? Oh, the one I prepared wasn't from a convention. Oh, well, that's okay. But, <laughs> but it was from a uh, studio tour I did of Platinum Games. So my friend was one of the winners for the, I think it was the 10th anniversary. They selected like 10 people to go take an uh, exclusive studio tour. And so I got to go with him. And uh, during that tour, um, you know, we got to check out all the offices, look at like concept art and everything like that. And we also got to play Scalebound. And after we played Scalebound, they gave us a Scalebound trading card that was like mm. signed by uh, Kamiya himself. Wow. Uh, which is really cool. Now, Scalebound was eventually canceled, correct? Yeah. Yeah. It was going to re- release for the Xbox. Um, like Microsoft was the publisher for it, but it was canceled. Do you want to talk about how it was when you played it? I uh, it was it was good, you know. Like you, you ran around and I was I fought a boss. Didn't really know the controls because uh, I only had like literally like five minutes with the game. Oh, okay. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't you didn't tell them that it should be uh, canceled, right? That wasn't you. No, no, no. I, I I didn't look. I looked at yeah. I looked at Kami. I was like, you know, this game is uh, uh, uh you know, yeah, 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 and don't. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dragons are kind of done. Yeah, the Game of Thrones. Like, what was it? They just did, uh, you know, How to Train Your Dragon. You know, it's just, mm-hmm. everyone's kind of sick of them already. You should move on. <laughs> and he was like, that's <laughs> it, folks. Shut it down. <laughs> We're done. Oh, boy. So my interesting piece of merch is actually a scarf. And um, it is the scarf from the legend of zelda hyrule warriors series oh okay like yeah. the one that link wears in the original game which came out for the wii u yep and i got that when i went to pax uh prime i think is what it's called now like the original one in seattle the only time i've ever been and i want to say it was 2014 and at that time i was like trying really hard to pitch myself like as a legitimate journalist mm-hmm. to different conventions so i could you know interview people and go behind the scenes um, you know, I was actually doing journalism stuff, but yep. I was not a big wig in any way. You know, I think I had like maybe one freelance feature on Kotaku at that point. But yeah, I was kind of just sneaking in places. I mean, like, look at me, I'm a journalist. <laughs> so that was uh, the very much the mindset there. And I was kind of waiting outside at the table for like media relations 
and uh, to get into this event where you could play Smash Brothers for 3DS and you could play Hyrule Warriors and I think Bayonetta 2 or something like that. This guy walks up wearing a power glove, and I'm sure you've heard of this guy before. His name's Triforce Johnson. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. like a you know big name. Uh, he's like the first person to get all sorts of Nintendo consoles in New York, and he was there for, you know, whatever publicity reasons he had. And uh, I was just kind of hanging out, chatting with him, and when they came out to say, like, you know, who are we letting in? Um, they were like, yeah, like this guy and Triforce Johnson, like whatever, his whole crew. <laughs> I was like, yeah, me and Triforce Johnson, best buddies. So <laughs> they, they let me in and they gave us like this cool little uh, package. And one of the things in there was the actual scarf that like, you know, Link is wearing in the game. Mm-hmm. And so I never wear it like out in public or at all. I just kind of have it yeah. like hung up in my in my closet so I can look at it. If you're uh, if you wear it, then hordes of enemy will enemies will come out and like randomly attack you. <laughs> Yeah, just so many. Yeah. And I'm going to have to do a bunch of flips and slices and like, ah, take them all down. It's a dangerous thing to, to keep about, but I, I'm sure to keep it off of myself just on the off chance. Yeah. Those are not the pieces of merch that we're here to talk about today. We got some cool stuff lined up. Um, at least I do. You refuse to tell me what you're talking about, so <laughs> it makes it a little harder. But. <laughs> Cue the theme song. Okay, Push. Well, I'm thinking that you need to let the cat out of the bag and you need to go first. So hit me with your first piece of cool gaming merch. Okay, so the the first game uh the first merch that I'm here to talk about is actually from a game that you probably don't know about. The game was released in North America on March 30th, 2009 for the WiiWare on the Wii. It was actually published by Nintendo. Do you have any idea of what this is so far? Um, Halo Combat Evolved. That's my first <laughs> nope. guess. Okay. No. Um, you know, I don't know a ton of WiiWare games. Uh, the Bit Trip yep. games were definitely a big one. But uh, no, there's a lot of weird games out there that I do not know about. Yeah, this, this was a game that I was actually researching for this episode, and I've never heard of it. Really? Yeah, so I was quite surprised. The company that made it is called Zunami. Hmm. And it was a development studio that was founded by Martin Hollis, who uh, was the director and producer for GoldenEye 007. He also worked on Perfect Dark. Interesting. They released uh, three titles. One of them was Zendoku. Another one was Go Puzzle. And this one is called Bonsai Barber. Bonsai Barber. That sounds like vaguely familiar, but... So, yeah, this game was published by Nintendo. And in this game... You are a barber who uh, just joined a new town, and you must cut the hair of fruit and vegetable customers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I just figured it was going to be like normal humans that had like bonsai, you know, branches growing out of their heads, but this sounds even better. No, no there's like, uh, you know, corn and, and cherries and stuff like that, and they all have different personalities. <laughs> um, but like, you go ahead and you cut their hairs uh, in whatever shape they want. Like, they'll make certain um, requests and stuff like that. And um, your goal is to try to get five stars with each haircut. And you can only cut five customers per day. Hmm. So uh, it's a game that you have to play in little spurts uh, every day. Oh, like literally per day? Yeah, yeah, literally. Like an actual time? Yeah. 
like an actual oh. time. Wow. Okay. But to help promote this game in Europe, Zunami actually started a giveaway. In order to enter the giveaway, you just had to shoot an email to bbseeds at zunami.com with your name and address, and they would have mailed you a packet containing either celery, carrot, or onion seeds, along with an image of the character on the front of the package. Now, you said BB Seeds, right? Oh, yeah. BB Seeds is the name of the email address. Right, because it's called Bonsai Barber, right? Yep, that's right. But I was thinking like BBC, like oh, the British yeah. Broadcasting Company. I thought that was like a play on that. They probably <laughs> uh, were going for that, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Because they're in Europe. I mean, why not? Yeah, yeah. But, okay, so when you get these seeds, something special happened? <laughs> no, you could plant them. You could get an onion or celery or a carrot. But, but the packaging had like the game art logo and the character on it. And um, you could only get it if you emailed them. Hmm. I thought you were going to say like they sent you the seeds and then you had to grow it. And then whoever grew the biggest thing <laughs> like won a contest or something like that. <laughs> but hey, I guess just getting seeds in the mail is, is an interesting way to promote a game. That would have been a fun one to do with Pikmin, I think. Oh, yeah. Grow your own. Grow your own Pikmin. If they actually genetically engineered their own Pikmin. <laughs> They're like, you know, the, the game took a few million dollars to develop, but this took us billions. <laughs> Had to make these little things come alive. Sentient carrot. That's <laughs> <laughs> what everyone wants as a pet. Well, my first gaming merch is, it's very inquisitive, and it is the Mario quiz cards that came out in the uh, mid-1990s. Mm -hmm. This was a set of, I believe, 100 cards. 100 is the amount that I could find online of different trivia that kids could use to just, I guess, get smarter or, you know, test themselves. It wasn't all about one subject. It really has quite the range. Yeah. And each card has a question. It has three potential answers. And then there is a illustration at the bottom that shows Mario or Peach or Bowser or Luigi or Toad doing something relating to the question. Mm -hmm. And it gets pretty uh, wild as far yeah. as that's concerned. <laughs> There's a lot of weird topics. I'm sure people who are listening to this have probably seen maybe one of them like out of context in a meme or uh, something like that. But I decided outside of just listing off every funny thing that Mario is doing on these cards... It would be kind of interesting if I looked into who actually made them. Mm -hmm. And the creator was a company called Atlas Editions. Mm -hmm. And if you're like, I have no idea what that is, you're not alone. Because apparently not many people do. And those who do actually know them as a company that produces die-cast cars and tanks and planes um, like miniature versions okay uh, what's it called like one-to-one -one, you know what i mean yeah it's like this is what it really looks like but we made it tiny yeah so there's like trains and there's buses and it's based in the uk so most of it is vehicles that are relating to that area but the vast vast majority of information i found on this company was about those like collectible little toys mm -hmm. it didn't say when the company was originally founded but it did say that they originally made atlases and encyclopedias so that's where their name comes from it also says that uh, today the group is one of the world's leading media players operating in over 40 countries and i'm like 
Yeah. <laughs> and I've never heard of you. Are you lead really leading? Yeah. I'm going to say they're not because they have not updated anything since 2017. And there was a like notice on their parent company's website saying like, hey, we pretty much have, you know, done away with this part of our company. If you want cool models, go to this part of our website now. The only other trivia cards I could find that they made were ones about the United States Civil War, which is interesting. <laughs> Those are the two topics. They're like, Mario, Civil War. <laughs> there's lots of different card types. And like I said, there's like a lot of weird, you know, stuff happening on them. You find out that Princess Peach's blood type is O positive oh. on a card that asks about what is the blood type. Uh, there's one where Luigi is reading a history book about Hitler yep. and, uh, yeah, sweating about it. I thought it would be fun if I did a real or not with you uh -huh. about, you know, is this really a card in that set? Okay. I, I did think I could just ask you the questions on the card, but they're so easy. I think you'd get them all. Mm -hmm. you're, you're too smart for that. <laughs> so see if I can fake you out. Mario listening to a Beatles record. I could see that being real. That is a real one. One point. One point for you, Push. Whew. You did it. Luigi breaking Mario out of a French jail. Um, I mean, I've seen, I've seen a lot of these cards before. I'm trying to remember if that happened. I don't think so. But you're not looking at them right now, right? No, no, I'm not, I'm not looking <laughs> at them right now. No, I, I don't think that one's real. That one is real. Oh, okay. Yeah, with a question about the French Revolution. Uh... All right. Mario and Luigi grilling a rack of ribs. Not real. Yes, that is correct. That is not a real card. Mario being blown into the air by a landmine. I could see that being real. That is not real. Ah, uh, it should be. Yeah, some of them are like weirdly dark like that, but uh, that's not one of them. Mario wearing the hat from Cat in the Hat. Mm, I wonder if that would be against Nintendo's brand, like, brand guidelines. That, but then again, like. Yeah, this, this didn't really follow it loose on <laughs> as much as normal. Uh, no. That one is real, actually. Okay. Two more. Mario high-fiving Mickey Mouse. Not real. Yeah, that one's not real. <laughs> that, one, that would involve too many copyrights. <laughs> yeah. Last one. Mario playing baseball with a horse. Why not? Yes, that is, that is real. <laughs> but the question is, on the card, is what is a thoroughbred? And one of the potential wrong answers is about baseball. Uh, so they combine them. Yeah, it's like misleading. So my, one of my favorites is it just says, what is illiteracy? And there's a picture of Mario looking over at Luigi, who's reading a magazine upside down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like in canon, Luigi is illiterate. Mm -hmm. That's just, we just want to put that out there. A lot of the art on these Mario cards is art that you've seen before for like Super Mario and then, you know, like magazines and things like that. But some of it is like very obviously new illustrations. Yeah. And on those cards in the corner, it says illustrator Gary Fields. And so I was like, hey, I'll look into Gary Fields, see what he's done. And he's actually done like a ton of stuff in the comics world. He worked on Nickelodeon magazine back in the day. Okay. And uh, did like Rugrats and Ren and Stimpy comics. He's done lettering and coloring and inking for like marvel and dc and all these uh awesome big names out there and uh, has done a lot of licensed character art which is probably why he got picked for this mm. and i reached out to gary because i found his website and i found his instagram and i'm like i'm just going to shoot him a message 
and see if he wants to come on memory card, you know, as like a bonus episode or something. Yeah. So I sent him this spiel, you know, try to be really professional. And I checked it yesterday and it said that he had read it, but he has not responded to me. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, if he ever does get back to me, which I'm kind of doubting he's going to now, but if he does and he agrees to come on and talk, that might be a bonus episode in the future. But hey, you know, Gary, if you're listening, I'm a nice guy. I promise I won't put you through the ringer. I like your art a lot. <laughs> but that's it. The, the mystery of the uh, Mario quiz cards has been solved. And now we just wait for Gary to call. Wow, what an interesting episode. We're going to put things on pause for a moment to briefly explain how you can support Memory Card. If you enjoy our content, you can show your support by leaving positive reviews on your podcasting service of choice. Four or five stars and a few kind words go a long way when it comes to convincing others to give the show a listen. So please do so if you find the time. Spreading the word is also very helpful. If you know anyone who's interested in gaming or history, or both, you should consider sharing Memory Card with them. Every season we strive to reach a wider audience, and you can help. If you're feeling extra supportive, you can head over to patreon.com slash memcard. Every single one of our patrons gets access to early ad-free episodes. Higher tiers include bonus episodes, shoutouts, stickers, and more. We certainly hope you'll check it out and consider becoming one of our lovely patrons. Once again, that's patreon.com slash M-E-M-C-A-R-D. Hey Ben, what's our sticker for the season? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. This season, we have a lovely illustration of Gumbo, the Bull Terrier, wearing a memory card sweatshirt, as drawn by artist Alice Carroll. And it's actually the dog of Jamatar who does the theme for our podcast. Whoa, that's like everything I love. I love dogs, I love sweatshirts, I love Jamatar. That's right, and it's a sticker. Whoa, I can stick it on my phone. <laughs> you can stick it wherever you want, Push. Well, thanks for taking the time to hear us out. Let's get back to the show. All right, Push, what's your next one? The next one is actually a campaign that Nintendo of America ran. The campaign name is Touching is Good. God, I, I, <laughs> I remember this one. Do, do you know how they did this? Um, so basically, they for the Nintendo DS, they launched this campaign called Touching is Good. For this, they actually launched a website where you could request a mannequin hand. Why? Why do you need a mannequin hand to touch things? Yeah, exactly. So you would use the mannequin hand, put it on things to, to touch things, and then you would take a picture. Oh, I see. And then the winning picture would receive some prizes. Oh, okay. I thought there was like, you know you don't want to really touch anything, so we're sending you a hand. <laughs> it's like, I didn't shoot that gun. It was the mannequin hand. <laughs> you can't hold me in contempt of court. But uh, what happened was that Nintendo actually ran out of hands. Eventually, because there's the demand for the hands were just too high. <laughs> <laughs> that is definitely the name of the episode, Demand for Hands. So they um, eventually they replaced the hands, the, the physical mannequin hands, with just a downloadable image, uh, which you could like then photo edit. <laughs> <laughs> I actually I have the winning entries uh, right here in front of me. Okay. And the second prize winner is a um, mannequin hand with a fence. And there's a like one up mushroom in between the index finger and thumb. So it looks like the, the, the hand is about to reach for the, the one up mushroom and get a new life. <laughs> nice. The, the first prize winner is actually using the DK bongos. 
Oh. And uh, there's a gorilla in the background, and the mannequin is just resting on one of the bongos. Now, were these, like, actual pictures that people took, or was it, like, more of a Photoshop thing? No, uh, for these two, they were actually pictures that people took with the mannequin hand. Was he at a zoo? I mean, how do you get a gorilla in the background? Yeah, it looked like he was at a zoo. Okay. Uh, It was by Eric G. in California. Good job, Eric. I just imagine that he was, like, going through security to get into the zoo or whatever, and they were like, what is that? Like, oh, these are bongos. (laughs) I don't want to explain it. This, uh, but the grand prize winner is actually a video. Oh. It was submitted by Steve B. of Washington. In this video, um, one man is just throwing fruit at his friend because he's like, touching is so good. And then, like, it's just like a video game. And he's just like pegging, like, fruit at his friend. <laughs> it's, uh, it's quite hilarious. So definitely, definitely go check that out. Yeah, we'll have to put that up on Twitter or on the uh, save file for this episode. Yeah, we'll have all the, the, the winning entries there. Is that all on the touching? Uh, yeah, that, the, the touching is good. Okay. You heard it here first, folks. Well, you didn't hear it here first, but we're, we're reiterating. <laughs> we need to have our own memory card uh, mannequin hand. Yeah, memory card challenge. mannequin hands. <laughs> oh, man, we t- totally should. Yeah. My second interesting merch is Gamer Curry by a company called Geek Life, mm. who is actually a Japanese company despite what i initially thought before we started recording this episode i was just eating curry and i told my wife i said hey you know what we're doing an episode on tonight she said what i said curry wow she was like you know you didn't really used to like curry very much and i was like i know it's not even that i didn't like it it's just that i didn't really want to give it a chance i think because back in the day i thought i associated curry with like indian curry which is very hot mm-hmm and, uh, you know, the first time I went to Japan, I did not eat a single bowl of curry. And, you know, biggest mistake of my life. Yeah, people were just offering you curry on the street and you're just like, <laughs> not in a house, not with a mouse. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Slapping it out of their hands. <laughs> no, but like, I mean, more often than not, when we were looking for lunch or dinner, we'd be walking around. and You know, there's curry places all over Japan. Yeah. And Bethany would be like, well, should we go to that? I'm like, no. <laughs> but luckily... Uh, Bethany, you know, taught me the ways of curry. And when we went back the second time in Japan, I ate curry, gosh, probably every other day. Oh, wow. some some new kind of it. So big curry fan. But this company, Geek Life, they have all sorts of really weird curry. And they have brands that are attached to these that are pretty prominent brands. Uh, back to the Future, Chucky, like the murderous doll, mm-hmm. um, Alien, classic movie, yep. Saw. The series, uh, lots of horror stuff is in there, I, I found. And then they just have like a whole bunch of Capcom stuff on their website. When I went to the about section of their website, because I was like, oh, you know, maybe it'll say when they were founded or who made them or why. It just said, coming soon. So <laughs> <laughs> Geek Life, get at me, man. I'll, I'll edit it in. I don't know who you are or who's running you, but um, I guess I'm glad you exist. So here's what we're going to do, Push. I'm going to tell you the color of the curry yeah and you're gonna tell me what video game or what video game series you think it is uh gonna be featured on the box uh, I'll tr- okay okay that's pretty a broad guess it's, it's capcom and no it's not always capcom no you're just gonna have to think about colors okay i'll give you some hints if, if you need it but okay, okay um okay so the first one is blue curry is it sonic 
It is Sonic. Good job. Sonic. One for one. Sonic. Gotta eat fast. Or else your brother will get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Curry is, for those who don't know, it's kind of just like thick stew, you know, next to rice. And uh, blue, something about blue curry is just not at all appealing. No, I uh, I remember seeing the Sonic curry and being like, I want to try this so bad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it looks like not appealing, but like, yeah, I would totally try it. The tagline on the website says the fastest hedgehog in the world curry can be cooked almost as fast in the microwave oh wow um, so this is a special kind of curry it's called retort curry and it's like a sealed plastic pouch you put it in the microwave and dump it on your rice um cost five dollars for this 500 yen hilariously enough when i checked on geek life's like most recent post it was all about this new collaboration they did with this other company where they launched a bowl in the shape of sonic's head you know it's got like <laughs> yeah different sections for the eyes and so you put the curry in the part with his like head spikes and then you put the rice where his eyes should be and make it look white and it's really cool looking i mean oh, okay. it's it's gonna give you diarrhea but yeah it's pretty yeah. cool speaking of which there Gotta were go fast <laughs> there were multiple articles online about this curry just talking about how it makes your poop turn blue okay <laughs> So, <laughs> just in case you were wondering, yes, Sonic Curry does make your poop turn blue. All right, the next one is green. It is Capcom related, okay. and it has to do with a horror series. Horror series, green. Ooh, I don't know. Um, well, if it's Capcom, I feel like it has to be Resident Evil. That is correct. However, as you'll probably know, in Japan, Resident Evil is known as Biohazard. Yep. So it's called Curry of the Biohazard. And I was like, why wouldn't you call it Curry of the Dead? Like, that makes yeah. way more sense. And apparently there already was a Curry of the Dead that they had created. Uh, and they were like, Curry of the Dead is now teaming up with Biohazard to make Curry of the Biohazard. Biohazard apparently was an issue for Capcom because there was a band in the United States that had the name Biohazard mm -hmm. and there was some other company. And so they were just like, you know what? We're going to change it to Resident Evil. Yep. And this one is made of green herbs and has strong flavors of coconut milk and delicious chicken. Mm. The last one is the hardest one because it's like specifically about a character. Okay. So it is Red Curry and it's based on a Capcom game. Okay. And it is a character that can breathe fire. That can breathe fire? Yeah, this is a hard one. I didn't even know this character's name, to be honest. Is it, is it from Street Fighter? It is. I'll give it to you, yeah. It's the, um, the, the guy with the long arms. Yes, his name is Dalsim. Dalsim is this like yoga master who possesses the ability to stretch his arms really far out. I mean, you've seen him. If you've seen Street Fighter, then you he's one of the main guys because yep. he was introduced in Street Fighter 2 and he's been with the series ever since. So his curry is red colored and it is super spicy curry. And apparently this is the curry that his wife Sally makes him. And I was like, is that a typo? Is, is Dulce married to a woman named Sally? <laughs> Apparently he is. I looked into it. And um, I actually looked at his official bio on the Capcom website. And it says under likes, curry and meditation. Yeah. So this was not just some slapdash thrown together thing. They found the one video game character that loves curry more than anyone else. And they gave him his own. 
just in general, like the the Street Fighter like canon like profiles and stuff like that, because they've released so much information over the years. Mm-hmm. Like if you look in the art books, they'll tell you like what each character likes and stuff like that, and it gets really weird. Yeah, and it, I mean it goes like super deep for a for a normal fighting game, but like you said, after so many years, they I guess they have to or they want to give people you know new things to hang on to. Yeah, with Dalsim's House Curry. You will be able to do Yoga Flame and Yoga Fire, it says on the packaging. Out of your butt. (laughs) There is an asterisk there. (laughs) Not from your mouth. (laughs) Not from your mouth. (laughs) All the holes except for that one. Oh, Lord. All right, Push, uh, you got one more for us? Yep, this one's uh, pretty short. It's it's, um, one that was released by Think Geek, and it was many many years ago on the internet it's for portal 2 oh and uh the name of the item is the patatos patat os and it is a simulated science kit so if you've ever played portal 2 spoiler warning there's a part where glados is turned into a potato (laughs) and you have to kind of carry her around the facility for those of you don't know glados is like the the computer ai uh, who like runs the the testing lab basically so she gets booted out of her position and you have to kind of help her out for a bit but they actually made a kit that you could theoretically attach to a real potato and it would um you know talk just like glados in portal 2 wow oh so it's like one of those potato alarm clocks or whatever that you see kids making yeah exactly so you you like put the clips in into the potato and it would power itself and um you um, get 17 audio clips from Portal 2. So you never know like what she's going to say, or do you have to program it or something? It, it just cycles through. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hopefully not just like nonstop. <laughs> but like it's officially licensed from Valve. Like the science uh, backdrop that comes with it, like one of the other things that comes with it, uh, actually includes stuff that is canon to the game. And it doesn't, you can't find that canon anywhere else? I think you can see it really low res in the game. Oh, okay. But I, I think like this is like the chance to hold it in your hand and to see it and everything <laughs> like that. Hold the potato in your hand. And when you're done with the potato, you can chop it up and make some delicious blue curry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then you can touch it with your mannequin hand. <laughs> yeah, you got to show the mannequin hand chopping it up. And you grew the potato from the seeds that you got. They're, they're, it's all coming together. It's all coming together, yeah. And and later on, there will be a Mario question about it. <laughs> and that is the story of video game merch, part one. That's all for now. Thanks for listening. Our intro and outro music was crafted by talented chiptune composer Jamatar. You can find more of his bangin' beats by searching Jamatar, that's J-A-M-A-T-A-R, on Spotify or visiting jamatar.com. If you have any feedback on the podcast or would like to recommend a topic, feel free to reach out to us via Twitter, at MemCardShow. Or you can visit our website, MemoryCardShow.com. If you'd like to follow Ben and I, we can be found at SuperBentendo and at PushDustin, respectively. Have you considered supporting Memory Card on Patreon? 
If not, we hope you will. Currently, we're supported by quite a few awesome people, all of which get access to early, ad-free episodes. These people include Jackson Bertoli, Taylor Bias, Cody Sam, Michael Strickland, Harrison, Jorge Bajija, Manuel Vitella, Shala, Sandra L., Brandon Hanabarger, Sean Marafini, Nick Callis, and Jaehoon Jeong. All of our Patreon info can be found on the support section of our website or on patreon.com slash memcard. We'll be back really soon with some more gaming history goodness, so be sure to subscribe and leave a review if you've enjoyed the show. We'll see you soon.